by the leading of the Holy Spirit, our topic tonight is the love access to unlimited breakthroughs. Amen. I thought someone is excited. Amen. And our anchor scriptures are from 1 Kings 3, 3 to 5 and 13, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 and Romans 8, 28 to 32. 1 Kings. Let's read together if you have your Bible. Studio. And Solomon loved the Lord. Pause. Solomon loved the Lord. We, when we look at the life of Solomon, we always remember the sacrifice. I love that aspect of the sacrifice. I have even like referenced Solomon when I give sacrificial offerings. But the story of so Solomon did not start with the sacrificial offering. He gave the sacrifice because he loved the Lord. Does that make sense? Tonight might be a bit interactive. Walking in the statutes of David, his father, only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Four. And the king, let's read together, please. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. So Solomon may have been given sacrificial offerings before. But when he wanted to do the one that would cause his unlimited breakthroughs, he went to a great high place. Take note of that. He repositioned himself. Maybe he's been given it at the normal church altar. He's been given at that low level. But he said, if this must be the one that will take me forward. I need to do something different. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to five. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And God said, ask what I shall give thee. Blank check. And what, why did that happen? Because he loved the Lord. And when you love the Lord, what happens? You give. When you love, love the Lord, you take action. When you say you love someone, you take action. For those of us that are married, you can't just be professing, I love you, I love you. Hallelujah. I don't want to start anything here, but I want to ask you. When was the last time you got your spouse a gift? You love her. Hallelujah. You love him. Praise the Lord. Let's go to 13. I, I, I ask both ways. Men and women, I ask both ways. Thank you, man. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. So the only reason Solomon was distinguished, the only reason Solomon got this was because he loved the Lord. Every other thing he did was founded on the love he asked for God. Praise the Lord. Does anyone love the Lord in the house tonight? 1 Corinthians 2.9 We need to read this together. And please write these scriptures down. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that... Do you love God? So this is unlimited breakthrough. Because what is unlimited breakthrough? Breakthroughs, breakthroughs that, do, that will never end. Breakthroughs that human beings cannot explain. We heard that day, it's undeniable, but unexplainable. Yeah. 
you don't know how it happened, but it happened. What happened? God happened. Tell your neighbor, God happened. And that was because you loved God. Hallelujah. So take note of this. This scripture is very key so that you know what to expect this month. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Hallelujah. Then Romans 8, 28 to 32. And we know that all things, what? All things, right? Work together for what? For good. To them that love, love again. To them who are called according to his purpose. As we go through this message, you're going to see how living in the purpose of God is related. It's founded on the love. So let's go on. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? Hallelujah. That's not loud enough. If God be for you, unlimited breakthroughs. Because if God, if you are on the side of God, nothing should be able to stop you. So you should just be living, breaking through every day. That is the understanding. But it started from what? The love of God. All things will work together for your good because you love God. That should give you that sense of calm. You don't have to panic. No matter the situation. You walk into an office and they say, okay, you are fired. Thank you so much. My, it's been a pleasure working with you. To God be the glory. I'm going to the next level. Because all things work together for my good. Does that make sense? Anything you see, any problem, any challenge you face. He said, just repeat this part of the Bible. All things work together for my good. And you go praise God. Like Pastor told us on Sunday. You give God the glory. You are even alive. You should be thanking God. Have you seen a dead person applying for a job? Does that make sense? <laughs> Hallelujah. 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us how many things? So tell your neighbor, why are you panicking? Yeah, you shouldn't be panicking. No matter the situation. Because you love God. So this message tonight is for people who love God. So that you know whether you really love God. Whether your love has gone cold. Or your love is now lukewarm. Or your love is still hot. Or your love is still hot, hot. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or maybe you don't even love God at all. Because that no, they said when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. My tomorrow, you might think that you are love, you love God, but if these things are not happening, then maybe there's something wrong. Because he said all things work together for good to them that love God. He said eyes have not seen. So, what, where is your testimony of eyes have not seen, ears have not heard? So you need to check. So this is just, we are checking. I know we love God in this church. But you just need to check whether you are loving him the right way. Or you are not loving him the right way. Hallelujah. Just before we continue, the source of the love of God is from the Holy Spirit. Romans 5.5. I'm not sure if they will show it, but Romans 5.5. 5. 
If you can read it from your Bible, let's quickly check that. Romans 5 5. Exactly. Thank you so much, ma. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been shared abroad. Where? In our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given it to us. So if you don't, if you're not baptized by the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you need to do that either tonight or by the grace of God on Sunday when we're anointed, you need to be expectant or meet the man of God so that you are baptized. Because if you are not baptized by the Holy Spirit, the love we're talking about may not be what you are practicing. Because the source of the love of God that we are talking about, that we attract all this, is from the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. As believers or Christians, we are called to love. We are called into love. So we can't do otherwise. It's our nature. We are created in the image and likeness of God. Why? Because God is love. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. If God is love and you are created in the image and likeness of God, what are you? Love. So you have no option but to love God. 1 John 7 and 8, sir. 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Hallelujah. He that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. So ask yourself, apart from your love for God, do you love your neighbors? Praise the Lord. You, only you can answer that question. <laughs> only you, because the Bible said, how can you say you love God, whom you have not seen, when you do not love your neighbor, you do not love your brethren, that you see every day, who was made in the image and likeness of God? Does that make any sense tonight? Yes, yes. So we should have that at the back of our mind. Those are some of the, how would I put the rule of thumb to know whether you really, you are really in love or not. Because if these things are not there, if you are the person that will just see someone on the road and you get mad, even if they offended you, love is love. You can't define your own love. If not, you won't get the benefits that comes with the love of God. Because it's a covenant. And God is a covenant-keeping God. Praise the Lord. So let's take note of that. Why we admonish to love our brethren and neighbors? Our focus today is on loving God first. Our first love is God. So I'm not going to talk about loving your neighbors and not loving your neighbors. You need to deal on that. Or maybe some other time we'll talk about it. But the focus today is on loving God. Because Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first. Seek ye first. So let's talk about the first love. Your love for God. Who created you in his own image and likeness. Tell your neighbor, he is our first love. God is your first love. No matter how you love your spouse. If you don't love God, you, don't, you are not even in love with your spouse. Because if you don't love God, who created you? How can you love your spouse? whom you just met. You are not even born in the same family. <laughs> you just from different areas. You just, do you understand? So, I want us to put that, so these are the little factors that we should be checking. As I'm saying it, write it down, go home, or even now, I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. We are to change 
if you have to change and we have to upgrade if you have to upgrade. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. When we love God, we abide in him and he abides in us and we become him, fulfilling the original purpose of man. When you love God, God abides in you. And when God lives in you, when people see you, they should see God. Yes. That is it. Yes. It is not my own making. First John 4, 16 and 17. Because we are created in his image and likeness. The original man, Adam and Eve, he was coming to fellowship with them in the Garden of Eden. Pastor said it on Sunday, we are going back to Eden. Yes, we are going back to our spiritual Eden. Hallelujah. First John 14, 16. Let's read this so that you... You know it's from the Bible. And we have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. So if you are dwelling in love, you are dwelling in God because God is love. And God is dwelling in you. So when I see you, I should see God. When you see me, you should see God. I, I don't think that is too difficult to understand. 17. Herein is our love made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. So if I see you tomorrow and say, how are you? What would you say? No, you say as he is. As God is. Of course, God is excellent. So that's a good answer too. God is glorious. God is, don't say I'm managing. Well, we are looking unto God. No, you're already God. So you can't be looking unto yourself. So it's, does that make any sense? Yeah. So that's what we should be doing going forward. If you are really in love with God, that is the way it should be. We are talking about practical Christianity. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Imagine the presence and glory of God with you 24-7. Because that's what it means. If you are in love with God, His glory, His presence goes with you anywhere you go to. So imagine that. Just think about it for a minute. That anywhere you go to, God is with you. What happens? Unlimited breakthroughs. Supernatural. Like things that the world has never seen before will be happening. On its own accord. Praise the Lord. So just have that mentality that this month of February, where our unlimited breakthroughs are here, based on the fact that we have prayed, we have sought God, and the heavens are open. That it is based on the love for God. And it's based on the fact that the glory and presence of God is with you. If you are a lover of God. So that is where our unlimited breakthrough lies. If you don't love God, I'm sorry to inform you tonight. You may not enjoy unlimited breakthroughs. Because it's based on the love of God. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 18, 17 and 21. Just a confirmation of that. I love them that love me. That's the word of God. Wisdom of God speaking. And we know that Jesus is the wisdom of God. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Let's go to 21. That I may cause those that love me to inherit what? What is your substance tonight? Hallelujah. And I will feel their what? Imagine God filling your treasure. Be picturing these things. Imagining them when I see them. Praise the Lord. 
Psalm 91, 14 to 16. We have been doing that as part of our daily protection declaration. Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on where? Just because you love God. Because he had known my name. He shall call upon me and I will what? Answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So look at it this way. You might, in the world, you might be rich. You might be the richest man in the world. But when you die, what happens to the riches? When you are sick, what happens? But the breakthroughs we are talking about that comes with God in this kingdom. I'm talking about people who are born again. I'm not talking about the world. The world can get their breakthroughs any way they want. But it's not guaranteed that it will come with long life. But the one we're talking about will come with long life. You will enjoy it. It is even generational. Your children, children will enjoy it. That is God's package if you are a lover of God. Hallelujah. So that is the difference. You might be the richest man in the world, but if you don't have that love for God, it is useless. Because one stupid demon, uneducated, illiterate demon, <laughs> will just come and kill the person. Cause an accident for the person or cause a crisis. The person is arrested for tax fraud. They go to jail and because they are ashamed, they commit suicide. Because they don't have the love of God and their riches, wealth, it's not founded on God. But if you have the love of God, this is a guarantee. No matter what the world faces, your wealth is safe. Your wealth is secured. It goes to your children, children. Generational, unlimited breakthrough. Hallelujah. There are so many indicators of our love for God. So, but I'm going, we don't have enough time. I'm going to look at just two. So we're going to run. First and foremost, your delight in the word of God. How much do you love the word of God? You can't say you love God and you don't love his word. Praise the living Jesus. Deuteronomy 11, 1, John 14, 15. Write them down. 1 John 2, 5. Therefore, thou shalt love the Lord thy God and keep his charge and his statutes and his judgment and his commandments always. All those issues. They, okay, if you love me, keep my commandments. Commandments, statutes, all that, they are in the word of God. So if you don't keep those things by having a delight in the word of God, you don't love God. Hallelujah. But whoso keepeth, let's read that last one. Whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. So if you love God, you must what? Have a delight in the word of God. If you don't read the word, you don't study the word, you don't meditate on the word. Joshua 1 8. Hallelujah. Amen. We all know that, right? Joshua 1 8. So that is where that, that is a platform for our unlimited breakthrough. If you don't do anything with the word of God, you might confess it from now till next year. It won't happen. Because it is based on his word. And his word will not come back to him null and void, but with accomplishment of his purpose. So just look at that. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to. So it's not just studying and reading. You must do according to all that is written therein. For then what will happen? 
thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success, unlimited breakthroughs. Hallelujah. So, under that, how to delight in his word. We must meditate on his word, as well as speak it. He said, in your mouth, meditate, until you have a light from the word, a revelation. It doesn't matter whether you've read that passage of the Bible hundred times. Each time you study, you must expect a revelation. He said, arise, shine, for your light is come. If your light doesn't come, you'll be groping in darkness like the world. So you need light out of every Bible passage. Every day you study the Bible. And he said, day and night. So it's continuously, no matter the situation, no matter what is happening to you. Because that, that's where your breakthrough comes from. So the devil will attack it. You might be late for work. You must try to create chance to study the word daily. Praise the Lord. Simply put, study, meditate, hear the word, like get CDs, MP3s, YouTube. Thank God for our church. We have the YouTube 24-7 message streaming channel. Just be playing them, listening to the word of God always. Read Christian literatures. There are books out there. Thank God for this church. You can borrow them for free. You don't even need to buy them. Hallelujah. Then speak the word. Then the second one is serving God with all. Serving God with all. When you love God, you must serve him with all you've got. Deuteronomy 11, 13 to 15. And it shall come to pass, if she shall hearken diligently unto my commandment, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God, and to do what? So it's not just loving him alone. With what? All your heart and with all your soul. Praise the Lord. Let's stop there. When you love God, you must serve him with everything. There is no... I keep saying this, casual Christianity. You can't be serving him half hazardly. You must be all in. I have this little story about, uh, I heard recently from one of my mentors. He said there's a guy called Little Johnny. Just every night he keeps falling from the bed. And the mom would say, ah, Little Johnny, come back in. They will carry him back. So the next day, the third day, Little Johnny was asking the mom, why am I always falling down? Why is it that you don't fall down from the bed at night? You know what the mom answered? He said, because you didn't go all in. The reason why we are out today, cold tomorrow, is because we are not all in. If you are all in on that bed, you won't fall out. If you are all in, loving God, everything you have, you cannot fall back. So the reason, you don't need to even pray, it's not the devil, it's you. To say, oh, today I am here. Today, tomorrow I'm backsliding. Let's not even talk about backsliding. I ain't talking about that. Because we are saved by grace. I keep saying it. Sin is overrated. If you are convinced, you don't have to sin. Because someone has already done it. He took it away. Sin is part of the infirmities he took away. Praise the Lord. So it's now you, your decision. Either to go all in, or you want to stand there. You still fall like little Johnny. God forbid. Say that's not my portion. But that is the secret. You must go all in. That's what David did when he saw Goliath. He wasn't scared to die. That's what uh, uh, Abraham did. When God said leave, he left promptly. He didn't stay back. He didn't negotiate with anyone. He didn't say, okay, uh, if you sell my house. This. He left immediately. Praise the Lord. 
That is someone that is all in. So on serving God, I'm taking two factors on serving God. Number one, soul winning. Daniel 12, 3. John 21, 15 to 17. Just write it down. In John 21, 15 to 17, uh, Jesus was asking uh, Simon Peter, do you love me? What did he say? He said, feed my sheep. Three times. That was emphasis for him to repeat it thrice. So if you love God, those sheep that are out there that are lost, we must go for them. So you can't say you love God and you have never won any soul to Christ. Check yourself. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the living Jesus. <laughs> Daniel 12, 3 puts it better. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as what? Unlimited breakthroughs. Does that sound like unlimited breakthroughs? Praise the Lord. It's two ways to do your evangelism. Personal evangelism. I brought this today because I don't know if so many people, anyone has done this. Pastor gave us this. Have you written your 20 names? Have you started praying for them? Because there's no excuse to say, okay, I can't go out. If you can't go out, go on your knees and pray. Pray people into the kingdom. That is part of evangelism too. Pray, write down this, pray people, call them, send text messages to you on Facebook, share the church invitation. Because when they come to church and you are praying for them, there's a likelihood that they will give their lives to Christ. And that will be counted for you. Of course, your neighborhood, public transit, the neighborhood one, I just want to mention it. People come to drop stuff on your door. Do bottle drive always. You give them bottles. But you can't go and tell them about Christ. Hallelujah. Someone is receiving understanding in Jesus' name. Then, corporate evangelism. Participate in the church and DPC evangelism that will do outreaches. Make sure you are part of it because there is also, that shows that you love God. Then, serving God with your resources, the second part of serving God. I want to start with tight. Praise the Lord. This is non-negotiable. 10% of all that will secure the 90% that is left. And activate your unending open heavens. Let's quickly go to Malachi 3, 10 to 12 as we close. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, said the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the windows of heavens. If, the, if you have open heavens, that's unlimited breakthrough. So you can secure that on the altar of Titan. If you are not tightening the complete 10%, God is not to be blamed. It's a covenant-keeping God. It's better that you are not even tightening at all than doing 9% or 9.9. .9. Minimum 10%. I, there's no time for me to give examples. But I have like tightened my way through so many things. My first visa out of Nigeria was based on tightening. They rejected me my student visa, and I'm like, God, I pay tight. I brought my tight book from the church I attended. I put, I put it in my passport. Two weeks exactly, they called me. I wasn't even in Abuja then. Because I used to stay in Abuja, but I go back weekends for breaks. They called me. Someone called me. I thought the person was a scammer, like with British accent. Are <laughs> uh, you Judaic? I said, no, I'm Judike. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> my name is Dike, not Dike. She said, blah, 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 everything. We just want to apologize. They, she apologized. And said I should come and get that student visa. I didn't, I didn't protest. I didn't appeal. I just picked my tight booklet. 
So, or your unlimited breakthroughs is attached to your tithe. So, tell your neighbor, are you a tither? What did they say? Praise the Lord. And it must be ten, minimum 10%. Please, take note of that. Hallelujah. And when you pay that tithe, if you read through, read that verse later. Not the way we read it in church. Read it and pray for understanding. And you will see what is in there. Unlimited breakthrough is there. Open heavens. No interruption. No disruption. Like I said earlier, it comes with you enjoying your words to the full. No sickness. No disease. No accident. That is what the devourer should have done. But God rebukes that devourer. So don't to just give 10% to secure that. Is that not more than enough? And thank God for the church we attend. We've heard testimonies. Not one, not two. Of people buying houses in cash. Yes. In this economy. Yes. In this same church that you attend. Yes. You don't need to tell me to know that those people pay tight. Yes. As far as they are in the kingdom of God. Yes. It can only happen based on the fact that they pay tight. If such person doesn't pay tight in this kingdom, that cannot happen. I'm telling you because I know what to pay cash to buy a house. Because it's part of the kingdom investment and God responds to it as a covenant. If you go to Deuteronomy 28, it says, Thou shalt not borrow, but thou will lend to many nations. If you are a tighter, that is your part of your blessings. So, you must serve God with your tithe. You are not giving it to pastor. You are not giving it to the church. If you have that mentality or you, you are giving it as a donation, change it. Because you, that is why you are, maybe you are not blessed from your tithe. Your mentality is, is going to God. Jesus receives all tithe. And you will see what will happen. Praise the Lord. Offerings, we know that Deuteronomy 16, 16, never appear in the house of the Lord empty. That is an anathema. He said, if you don't love God, that is an anathema. This is how you know whether you love God or not. No matter how small it is, from the age of 18, sometimes as a university student, I have given out my suit as an offering. Package it where I dry clean it. Because I was broke, I didn't have money. I took it and gave it as offering. I've given, given out shoe. And since then, I've never lacked suit. You know me, I wear suit a lot. From that early age. I can't say all the testimonies, but it's based on Titan offering. Praise because I don't have time. Praise the Lord. I just want us to rise on our feet as we begin to appreciate God. Also, part of offering, kingdom investment, your prophet offering. Remember your parents so that it will be well with you. How many of us are sending money to our parents back home for those in Nigeria? Remember that that counts. Give to the poor. That secures your destiny and that of your children. Church kingdom investment like the building, the projects. Sacrificial offering like Solomon did. Solomon loved God and he gave sacrificial offering. So all these are based on your love for God. You are not doing it for any man. You are doing it because you love God. And if you do it without understanding, your heavens will be open. So let's just begin to ask God for empowerment. His grace his grace to return to him as our first love father we thank you we give you all the glory we ask for your grace oh lord and grace us oh lord to return to you even tonight as our first love father let us love you with all 
not haphazardly. Pray that, pray that, and begin to pray in the Spirit so that the Holy Spirit who shares the love of God abroad in the heart will help you. Begin to pray in the Spirit. Re kata su seke bosu.